Alejandra. I'm Sam. I'm Harrison. I'm Rocky. And I'm Marcelo. And this is Going Helm Steep, the Middle Earth film series retrospective by Talk Film Society. Episode 10, The Hobbit, The Desolation of Smog, Part 1. The Desolation of Smog, Part 1. That's what we're here to discuss. Uh, Mm -hmm. We watched the first half, roughly like an hour, 25 minutes in. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one was uh, hard to split. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna put that up front. Like it, I, I I didn't have the DVD, so I couldn't check, you know, where the exact split is. But I feel like we picked a good spot. Yeah. Um. I mean, I was gonna say a spoiler alert, but I don't know. I, mean, I still don't know who would be listening to this if they haven't watched it already. I mean, maybe maybe somebody. Well, I don't know if you guys have done this. Is a kind of like a, t- a tangent sort of thing like when i listen to movie podcasts sometimes they talk about a movie i haven't seen and i'm like i'm like i don't care i'll listen to it anyway i enjoy people yep. talking about it well speaking of which i mean i haven't seen every episode that sequels has covered i knew this was coming <laughs> up because nobody has seen any of the movies we talked about and i and I'm, I'm like i'm not gonna bother watching leprechaun in the hood or whatever one <laughs> you guys did that one's one of the good ones Is <laughs> yeah uh but you know i'm not gonna I, I'm happy to hear people talk about it, but will I ever see that movie? No. Uh, but these movies, though, the ones we're talking about, the Lord of the Rings Hobbit movies, they're actually good. You should get, you should watch them, folks. You know. Eh. <laughs> well, well, we'll get into that. I think in this episode. Uh, yes. Okay. But anyway, uh, about an hour, twenty minutes in, we, uh, you know, we 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 were cutting that in half when they get to. Lake Town? Is that what it Basically is? Basically, when they show up at Lake Town, we're saying... Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Be Lake quiet. Town. Yes, yes. Yeah, done. Um, but yeah, so let's jump into it. The Desolation of Smog. Um, yay! Yay. Uh, so, where... Transforming we... Bear! <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> we gotta I get mean, to this... Cut... I don't know. <laughs> we're pretty Kinda. much there. We're pretty much there. That's Other what... than... Oh, mm. Prancing Pony. Important. I like yeah. this scene. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Harrison's yeah. annoying, but I like we, the scene. We just have to talk about yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, the uh, the 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 prologue, right? The the the, the flashback to when good old Gandalf met our good old head dwarf, right? So what's right. what what's going on in this scene? Jackson, Peter Jackson cameo, right up front. The Carrot Man is back. The Carrot Man? How did I miss that? <laughs> I have he's no in, idea. He's literally the first. He's person literally you see. the first person in the frame. <laughs> How am I not paying attention? He steps out of a door, looks at the camera, bites a carrot, Winks. walks off shot. <laughs> okay. What's up, Doc? <laughs> um, you know what? I'm going to be honest. This prologue, not the most exciting. Thank you. I mean, uh, yeah, it's not. Uh, but again, I can't. like the. You're right. It's a weird way to start a movie. But like, I like the scene. It's one of those things. I think it's an odd way to start, but it... There's no new information conveyed. True. It's entirely unnecessary, except for like, hey, hey, remember that bar from Fellowship? Hey, hey. Well, no, but they mentioned hey. Thrain, the, the beginning of Thorin thinking his dad's alive. Oh, yeah. There is that. Yeah. Kind of important. I, I guess that's important, right? Um, I, th- I, I think I, it's just there. I mean, the only yeah. thing it really sells is the sense of dread, like all the people that are like closing in on him, you know, you're like... Oh no, he's always in danger. Uh, you know that kind of bit, but like, yeah, it's just there. You know, I'm I'm kind of with Harrison on this one. Like, as much as I'm okay with this film, like, this intro is just there. You know. Yeah. Um. Because I mean, 
in the previous trilogy, the two towers opened up with like one of the best prologues in any movie ever. <laughs> I mean, for God's sakes. But yeah, this was more quiet. It was fine. It was fine. I don't know. They, they, I don't know. I'm, they, they should have picked something a little bit more exciting. But, uh, but hey. I feel like it honestly starts like just because they wanted to have the moment of like Bilbo popping up like that. You know, they wanted to have that intro like we need a burglar and then there's a burglar. Yeah. So, but like, but then we really start with, you know, Rocky, you can yell it again. Or not. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Any more thoughts before we jump into, was it the, the skin changer? Yeah, yeah, Skin yes. Changer is his Bay-orn. technical title, but Bjorn? Bayorn. Bayorn. Bay. Bjorn. He's Bay. He's made of bees. We're on a first name basis. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to be honest with you guys. Um, I had I had zero memory of this happening. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? I was like, what? You the come into my you come into this podcast recording <laughs> and you insult my father. <laughs> How dare you? On the day of my father's wedding. Uh, Bayorn fucking rips. He's so good. I love him. But how how could I forget this very tall, shape-shifting man, this bear man? Massive bumblebees. You forgot about the massive honeybees? Uh, yes, I forgot about all I mean <laughs> Yeah. It's not to a fault of the film. It's your fault. It's yes. my fault. It no, is no. your fault. Uh, you know, and, and, and just this first like th- opening like 30, 40 minutes, I had no memory of. But then when something happens, I'll I'll, I'll mention it when it happens. I'm like, oh, I remember all this now. I I, I th- I'm totally in. But I, I'm gonna be honest. This first thirty minutes, even with with the skin ch- with with uh, good old B, uh, Bay, um, <laughs> I I. First off, yeah, I had no memory. I was like, "What the fuck's going on?" I was not into it. <laughs> I was, well, I was like, "Why are we here? Why is this happening?" I don't. You. It's are important wrong. in the, in the um, the lore, okay. And yes. if you read the book, maybe you would know. Okay, mm-hmm. Ali, could you could you could you dive into no, that? No, I cannot because I have not read the book in so long, <laughs> Harrison. Please, but I know it's important to the lore because I know like he talks about what happened to his kind i mean he talked yeah he talked about it in the movie too like he's the last yeah. uh last skin changer it's kind of heartbreaking he's yeah. by himself you know what i mean like that's kind of what they're selling you it's like this world was a lot more fantastical than you actually realize and he's like the last of his kind and you realize that like holy shit like they they're shape-shifting motherfuckers out here like that's wild like that is wild uh, so that's kind of all they're really selling you it's just like look this things world are is yeah things are bad things are changing i'm the last mm-hmm. of my kind you got a big old dragon guarding your fucking stone like things are bad <laughs> like, he's just a reminder that's all I, yeah. I just see him as like this avatar that's a reminder you know even if he's not like a main central character and if you've never read the books that's i think the standout thing you'll get from him it's like mm-hmm. damn this world really is falling apart it's fucked up right now and like i think that's part of the argument for why this should have been two movies uh because we like i've talked about i talked in the last few episodes about the pacing issues and i think if it had been a quicker like quicker series of like stop and check-ins which the book is on like here's all the different parts of this world we're gonna go on an adventure and hit all of them it's much more of a like brisk quick adventure that's like a snapshot of this world as opposed to this long drawn out process these movies turn it into. I don't know. I 
don't mind that it's three movies. I know we've talked about this before, but like, mm-hmm. I like that it's three movies because it feels like three acts. And I also feel like you have your two trilogies. It would be weird. Like, it wouldn't be parallel or like symmetrical. And it would just bother me. I, I like that it's three movies. That's my take. Anyway, moving on. <clears throat> um, I don't think that, for me, I don't think that that discussion really will hit its, um, its full until active. the next next yeah. movie <laughs> yeah full active full-on discourse until yeah the third one which let's not go there yet um but it's funny uh, that you pointed out that you don't have any memory of this because i was thinking while watching it uh this morning i realized that of the of the animated movie like the, the animated film mm-hmm. of the hobbit this is the only sequence that i really have memories of and i think it's a great sequence and i, I like i don't hate that movie but like, just when I think of that movie, I think of the Bayorn sequence from it because it's cool. And this, I like that this is a live action. Feels somewhat like a live action version of that, but like its own thing. But yeah, yeah. So yeah, from yeah, from what you guys are saying, yes, I I understand it's important to the lore, and it was in the book, right? So mm-hmm. I get that. But in my heart of hearts, I'm like, we could have just skipped this. They don't. They, they, I, I do, I do like that. It just jumps right into it again, and they're just on their journey. They're just just going on a straight line, you know. But yeah, these detours, man. I don't know. Uh, it doesn't get exciting for me until they get through that. Wait, Marcelo, we'll, did you ever read the like original trilogy? No, I, I I tried to. I got through some of it, but no. Again, that's the why Lord I, of the Rings is comprised. In t- both both sets of books, the, the the trilogy and the Hobbit are nothing but a collection of detours from the main quest. <laughs> if you are upset with the detours on on this adventure, like buddy, go watch different movies. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know um, why. The kind of person that would be like, I'm glad they left Tom Bombadil out. <laughs> that Listen. would be <laughs> how dare you make those sounds in my ears? How maybe, dare you? Maybe I've I finally found. You know, uh, the the reason why I'm here is to just critique the hell out of this and and like try to try, try to try to ground it as like a movie, and not particularly as a uh, 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 appreciation of the book. <laughs> I just want to I just want a simple, straightforward movie, okay, guys? Not this like book sort of well, feeling of tangents. <laughs> I'm kidding, obviously. I, it's just whatever. For, you know, I don't know this particular detour. I'm like I don't know. I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't. Any other detour? Well, the 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 the, the detour coming up though. Okay, I appreciated more if you could mm-hmm. call it a detour. So I don't know. Skin changer. Sorry, man. I'm not on your side. I, I think you're creepy. Oh, you're kind of hot. <laughs> yeah. I, I, that's what I was thinking when I was watching. I'm like, I I know someone would find this guy hot. I just um, I don't know. He's he's got this aura to him. Um, it's a big bearded man in Middle Earth. Allie's got a thing for him. <laughs> How would you? You want to hear, so- hear something great though? Before we like move on from this amazing character that is legendary and will stand legendary. the test of time. Yeah, um, I, I, no, I love the fact that he's just like you know what? Dwarves are assholes, but you know who's even bigger assholes? Orcs. Fucking orcs. And, and, and ba- basically, I'm gonna help y'all, even though I hate y'all. <laughs> like, I really like that about him <laughs> a whole lot. That's like that's some that's layers of hate. Yeah, and I I love this giant is the house. Uh, they built two versions of the house because they had the 
have the one Scale. that you know yeah. Bayorn is hanging around in, and then the one the dwarves are hanging around in. I just big fucking honey server things. I don't know what those are called. And then the you know the bees landing on Bilbo's face made me very uncomfortable because bees freak me out. And so oh my uh, god, yeah. Good stuff. Speak, speaking of tangents, I just watched Candyman for the first time in like decades, like like bees. a week ago. Bees. Man, that movie's great. Um, oh, yeah. Speaking of bees. Uh, okay. Fine. Skin Changer. A- anything else on Skin Changer? Also, I was going to ask, maybe we should do like a ranking of like hottest uh, uh, Lord of the Rings characters, Hobbit characters. Uh, Ally would rank them all Thorin. as number one. It's just Thorin. <laughs> Thorin one. And then like Feely and Keely. And I only like Thorin more than I like Feely and Keely because Thorin is older. Ally <laughs> <laughs> is committed to her brand. <laughs> yes. So Bayorn tells, one last thing with Bayorn is that he tells yeah. Thank you, Sam. Gandalf about uh, that there's like shit going down with the necromancer and Dolgodur, and that there's dead scene, you know, wandering around. The dead speak. Uh, yep. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and the uh, yeah, so just you know, bringing stuff together, and also while this is happening, uh, Azog gets called to the Dolgodur to see the doll Goldur. I can't talk today. Uh, to see the master, so you know the the darkness is creeping in. Um, I I have the movie on in the background, and it just showed that scene in which the skin changer could obey. Um, he transforms back into a human, and um, rewatching it again, I noticed that that he doesn't have a butt. Um, his cheeks are one cheek. <laughs> um, so, anyway, I just have wanted con- to add that. Have in. you considered? Have you considered that they put pants on him? No, it looks like he looks naked. Okay, I'm not gonna rewind it and 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 check out that no ass, listeners. <laughs> listeners, tweet at Marcelo pictures of Bayorn's ass. <laughs> please don't. Please. please don't tweet me these pictures. Tweet tweet them, them at everybody else, not me. Um, okay. Tweet them to me. <laughs> tweet them <laughs> um, these these butt this this one butt cheek bay skin changer. One butt cheek bay. I swear it looked it looked like he had one butt cheek. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah, just keep going. We're just skipping over the necromancer. Okay, cool. Thanks. Wait, was the necromancer? Okay, let's rewind. I I wanted to ask about the necromancer because please, somebody explain to me again what's happening with the necromancer because this is the one plot. This this, this is the one over. So, uh, this is the one plot throughout this whole trilogy that I just don't follow. So, so it's Sauron, right? Right. Yep. But he don't have a body. Okay. He's just, he's just like, like the 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 sequence where Azog's talking to the Black Mist. That's Sauron. That's just Sauron. That's what that guy looks like. Jackson shoots the shit out of this scene. I love it. It's I love so the, good. It's yeah, so love, overshot. But like, I don't care. I'm in the best it. way. Like, yeah, spin that camera. Fuck it. Like, let's go. Like. <laughs> Get those angles. I can uh, see it's all CG. Get those weird <laughs> angles you can't get anywhere else. Just flip that shit all over the place into it. And Cumberbatch doing some good black speech. Yeah, talking good stuff. Yeah, wow. no, I think this rules. I think this whole the necromancer stuff really, really works at the start of this movie. 
I, in case you haven't realized, I'm way more positive on the front half of this movie than I've been on any of the other parts of The Hobbit so far. <gasps> <laughs> because, like, they're not super bogged down in a lot of the, the shit that fucked up the first one. Like, they can just do it, and it works. And, again, real quick, what uh, the, f- the, the, the shit that they fucked up, uh, Harrison, what was it I again? Just- Go listen to the previous episode. I can't remember off the top of my head right now. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I I just like data dump that movie out of my brain. Just chunk <laughs> goodbye. <clears throat> okay, uh, what's next? Uh, wh- wh- where are we going now? Merkwood. Merkwood. Yep. All right. This sequence is one of the best things that have ever happened to me. <laughs> tell tell me more about that. More about this, Allie. Well, I just like the confusion and how they like become disoriented, and it's just like. Yep. One of the many instances of comedy where it's very much like character building, and you can get a little bit more of a feel on what each of the hob or well, yeah, what each of the uh, dwarves' personalities are. Because I mean, watching this the first time, I was like, they didn't really focus on any of the dwarves except Feeling, Keely, and Thorin. But like, I like the other dwarves, and I think you can tell a little bit more about them through the sequence. And I think that's why I like it so much. And I love spiders, so yeah, <laughs> I like I like how they sell the disorientation, like you were just saying. But the spiders, man, when they when they creep in, you're like, yes, like their whole uh, cocooning system, all of it. It's like, yes, this is this is what I signed up for. Give me the critters. <laughs> Agreed. One of my favorite moments from Bilbo comes in this part where he like. He's crossing the vines and he says, yeah, I can't find any problems. And he says, oh, there's one. It's great. Like the just Martin Freeman being charming and funny. But then also there's, we'll get to it at the end of the sequence where he just, just you know, Stone Cold, great performance too. So, uh, yeah, I love the sequence. And uh, the again, more insane, uh, really great set design here. Like they built this place, you know, like. Yes. Uh, and they. One great thing in the appendices about how they colorized it is really interesting and makes me love the sequence even more. Uh, but we'll get into that in bonus episodes, episodes maybe. Uh, yeah, great stuff. Hopefully. Um, before they go into Mirkwood, I want to point this little small moment out, um, which, again, there are countless of small moments between Gandalf and any other character. Um, Gandalf and Bilbo have a little moment where Bilbo... Seems like he's about to say, "Hey, I have a, I have this ring here with ulti- mm-hmm. with unlimited power," but he goes, "I found something." And Gandalf's like, "What?" He goes, "Uh, my courage." <laughs> I, it's I, I love that little moment um, between those two before Gandalf just fucks off uh, <laughs> and leaves them again just to fend for themselves. Um, but Merkwood, okay, <laughs> Gandalf <laughs> finding the uh, and Gandalf fighting the uh, Sauron graffiti tag on the. Uh, mm-hmm. Statue is cool. Uh, Them orcs can paint, man. (laughs) (laughs) They're real, man, in these streets. (laughs) And I love how this, uh, like, the rain comes in right before they're going in, and it's, like, really dark and gray, and then it leads to that moment where Bilbo climbs above the trees to get above the enchantment, and there's that gorgeous, you know, freaking Andrew Lesney, you know, with the the sunrise, Mm -hmm. and just amazing him realizing that they're, like, actually really close they've been it seems like they've been wandering around for days and then they just see that oh the mountain's right there uh really great 
Yeah. And then just seeing the spiders coming in, like the you see the trees rustling, it's, it's really cool. Man, fuck that. Mm-mm. Spiders. <laughs> fucking hate spiders. spiders. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. yeah, Harrison, talk more about your reaction to this sequence fucking with the spiders. Fucking hate spiders, man. Uh, I... <sighs> I mm, no hate him, hate him, <laughs> hate, him hate him, hate him, hate him, hate him, hate him. Wonderfully designed, great sequence, really tense, wonderful. All of it's great. Hate spiders, fucking hate them. Uh, I'm not gonna go into it, but I had a bit of a spider issue in my house last year, and since then I, I just, no, can't. Down. Almost did, almost did. Um, but like, I can't look at spider web and like food sacks and egg sacks ever again like it's the most horrific thing in the world to me i fucking hate it this I scene, think the, dwarves, the sequence I think the, is so effective it's so good yeah. i think the actors who played the dwarves agree with you about not wanting to see webs ever again yeah because of the way they had to film it but uh it's such yeah. a it's such a small thing but that moment where bilbo like drugged out of his mind on that enchantment starts flicking the web and it shows the ripple go through the whole thing mm-hmm. like that's how spider webs work that's how that's designed and it's horrifying oh, yeah. to see it actually yeah. done and I'm just like ah, eh. and I love this little I moment of the spider oh, no, go ahead, Allie. what no I just said I thought they were cute Oh, they're not cute. Well, the spiders? They're not cute. cute. <laughs> they're not cute. You're wrong. You're not wrong. You, you can feel whatever you feel. I just disagree. Harrison When Bilbo puts the ring on and you can hear them talking and oh, bickering God. is so so cool. I love it. I, yeah, I, I do love that moment. You know, for, for a second there, I'm like, I thought, because I'm on this podcast, the, the number one idiot. I'm like, wait a second, spiders? Isn't this maybe like a she? Uh, 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 what was her name? Shelob. Uh, Shelob. But it's not right. Maybe <laughs> Shira. Like a, dis- like, a, like a distant relative, maybe. Children. Children. Yeah. 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 Um, are no. you saying all spiders are related? Harrison? <laughs> Harrison? I know that's yeah. not racist. No, just in this case, Shelob did hang out in Merkwood for a good long while. Had a bunch of. Sp- Spider babies, they stayed there, and then she went down Wait. to um, Minas Morgul. Is this true? Is this not a bit? Is this true? Yeah, as okay. far as I can remember. Okay, I I, I didn't know she loved had a history um, like that. But she she, she, she my, would travel. My guy, you didn't know something in Middle Earth had history? <laughs> no, my guy, Marcella, you just complained that you didn't like detours. No, they would have let... detoured like seven hours more to like. <laughs> Go into the history of these I wanna, spiders. I want to rephrase. I know. Okay, I don't know any history, but I just I shouldn't be that surprised that there's in, in, that there's that there's a backstory to the spider <laughs> that you get the spider's backstory of where she went to. <laughs> did she did she marry? Did uh, did uh, did she name her kids? Does um. Harrison, <laughs> wait. So she has to get married to have kids now. <laughs> no, I'm just no. I'm asking. I'm not judging if she didn't or not. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm I'm wondering. Does does she love have a he love? Is is, is she you know? A he love. Another she love. Two she loves. Okay. <laughs> Spiders. <laughs> um, oh God. Can we move to the reveal? Or is there anything else we want to talk about in terms of spiders? So Bilbo, that's you know, fucking name Sting here, because uh, yeah. the I love that uh, spider face. Harrison, favorite, you know, just like looking at that spider oh, face, screaming Sting. So bad. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and that's 
Bilbo being a badass, you know, saving the dwarves again. And the dwarves, like, not real, realizing it. You know, they're like, where's Bilbo? We probably got lost again, but he actually saved our asses. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and then Layla. Yeah. Oh, God, I love yeah. this entrance. And, there, and there's an even better one right after. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be honest. Yeah, I, I said previous that the first 30 or so minutes, I'm like, ah, okay, sure, sure. But when this happened, I perked up like you wouldn't believe. Mm. When when Legolas showed up, sure. But when... When Toriel? When Toriel Fuck yeah. pops into the frame. Oh, my God. Thank God. I'm, oh, thank God. I thought was, one of no. you guys was going to be like... No, Toriel rules. We don't need Legolas. Think, think, oh, okay. See? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right on. Okay, a, I would I would also like to correct myself very quickly. Um, they are not the spiders are not. She loves children. They are they are d- distant relatives though. I apologize. Okay, there you go, distant relatives. Okay, <laughs> just want to make spider yeah. lives matter, Harrison. <laughs> they do, and you know what also matters? Not getting my mentions flooded on Twitter. <laughs> exactly. You 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 want to avoid a, a Tolkien mob uh, mm-hmm. coming to your gates. Spider mob. Spider mob. Spider mob. Um, okay. Where do we? Who? Okay, let's talk about Legolas first. Okay, I don't, I don't mind him in this at all. He's a jerk, but he's like, I mean, he hasn't met, you know, his friends yet. Later, so of course he's a jerk here. He's an asshole. I, I, I don't mind that he's here. Um, let, let, let's go around the table and, and and discuss Legolas in this. Harrison, you first. We don't need him. Bye. <laughs> That's it. Okay. Uh, Rocky, Legolas. He's cool. He gets to do some cool stuff, you know, like very nimble. Does does you know? He's fine. Like he's just there. Um, I I would much rather focus on you know Wasp. But what are we gonna do? <laughs> Sam Legolas. Yeah, I mean, I I'm a, agreed with. Uh, I, I like him in it. I think he, I again, it, I just he's unnecessary for sure. And it anything that he's in, they could have just had. Tariel be in, but then like they wanted to have the whole forced it kind of a forced in love triangle deal, which is kind of unnecessary, but I mean whatever. Legolas will find his true love Gimli it, it, it shortly. Kinda, so it kinda adds I think it adds to his understanding of dwarves too, because yeah. it's just like, oh, oh wow, our our people our people can fall in love with dwarves. You know what I mean? And th- th- things of that nature. So when he finally meets Gimli, he's like Especially if for nothing else, just the my wee lad Gimli <laughs> line. Yeah, good, good. Stuff. I don't give a fuck. Like I love him. His wig is laid. He looks great. I That's enjoy his beast. presence. <laughs> his wig is laid. <laughs> ah. Sorry, there's a buzzing on the mic. Oh wait, that's Harrison. Harrison, want to say something? Embarrassing. I don't Harrison. like being. I don't like being pandered to. This felt like I was being pandered to. That I uh, like being pandered to. Shit. That that that. Pandered to me. Pandered to I, me. I also just, if my feelings weren't made perfectly clear on the Return of the King Part Two podcast, I fucking hate this rubbery ass CG nonsense that Legolas does through this whole, through all of the back four of these movies, like him sliding down hills on orc corpses fucking keep it get it out of here Ooh. I, I like it I it's like so it. dumb it's know. so dumb yeah, I, I i don't know it's for me it's a fantasy movie i want to see an elf just jumping around like he's he's light as a feather just fucking killing people it's fun i, I think i love fun. all of the dwarf the elf combat that's coming up in the 
sequence that Harrison hates, but we'll talk about yes. that soon. Oh boy, I can't uh, wait! I can't wait to get uh, to that. Such um, okay. trash. Let's let's get to. I can't pronounce your name. Tariel. Tariel. Yes, yeah, Tariel. 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 I love goat. her. She's a ghost. She's amazing. She's three rules. I love Evangeline Lee. I want all the best for her, and she should be like a, an A-list star at this point. And it's a crime that she's not. Um, Agreed. That's that's how about it. Because like this is a this is a, a a new character, right? That they made up. Yep. For, yeah. Right. Right? There would be yeah. no female characters besides Bard's kids and Galadriel not even in it. So like she's just mentioned. So right. yeah, good good on creation of Tariel. I can't imagine these movies without her, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Rocky, your thoughts on Tario? Oh, I love her, man. Like, I mean, you know, I wanted to focus more on her. You know, again, I don't mind Legolas going off, you know, being super nimble and elf-like, doing some cool arrow shots. That's fine. But I would really want her to, like, shine more, you know? And I think it's um, kind of a missed opportunity to not balance that correctly because it's very equal with those two, I think like throughout those films and I think they just would have went heavy on her you know but I love her though to answer your question I I think she's a great character I just don't think there needs to be like a lack of a male character to make a female character shine you know like that would basically mean that that's the only way that they could shine I think she does it just fine even with Legolas being around (laughs) he's just around (laughs) um (laughs) No, he is. He literally just like is like sneaking around the background as you know Tario is being amazing. Um, Harrison, okay, your thoughts on the inclusion of a new character to this world? I'm fine with it. I don't have any issue with adaptational change. Um, I think she she feels like she's a part of the world uh, sufficiently well. Uh, she's blended into the mythos, not like pretty seamlessly and it does kind of hint at elf class dynamics a little bit because she mentions later on uh when she and thranduil are talking about legolas and he she's like i wouldn't think you're you'd let your son uh pair off with someone like me and thranduil's like no you're right fucking quit it uh and it, it, it gestures at class dynamics, which is something like a lot of fantasy stuff doesn't really do in elf society. It's just kind of like, oh yeah, elves are elves. They're all fucking poncy white people like moving forwards. So it's nice to see a new character brought in to actually like build out the mythos instead of just what a lot of people accused it of, of like we needed another woman because there weren't any. So I'm going to change my answer about Legolas because I like the idea that, you know, because Thranduil's his dad. And so, like, it introduces, we get to have these conversations. It wouldn't make sense to have, because I love the little arc that they have with Thranduil and uh, Tariel. So I think it is actually good that he's there because otherwise they wouldn't be have any reason to really have these conversations. I mm-hmm. think, like, introducing that makes it good and it just fucking Lee Pace. So good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. God. Yeah. Wow. He is... He, okay. I'm going to admit... He that, does champagne well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I want to see him in like a Wachowski movie just going crazy. Um, Same. <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, 
what I was gonna say. So what? Okay, I'm I I, I miss this. Um, what is this affliction? Like he got bit by snakes or something? What's going on? No, dragons. He got, he got dragons. Fucked up by dragons. That's right, dragons, dragons. My apologies. So is it that like elves can heal, but then show their you know ma- he's fucking magic, so he can show his wound that healed? Or I don't I don't really. I just assu- I assumed he was maintaining just like a cosmetic spell the whole time. Same. Same, same, same. I thought he was just maintaining appearances, but Which truthfully, rules. If, if the enchantment drops, he looks like shit. Yeah, that rules. Then that's that's awesome. And like yeah. it see, and it seems like based on his reaction to that happening, it seems like the him removing him like letting the enchantment drop for a bit is actually physically painful to him. Yeah. No, I I think it's a it's a great scene, great moment. Mm-hmm. I love watching Lee Pace strut like he's like doing a fucking rock star, like he's a elvish douchey rock star and it's awesome like i just i love every second he's on screen um oh okay Uh, one very basic question um where are they right now (laughs) this 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 isn't like elf fort or something (laughs) it is it is the woodland realm it is basically an elf fort in the middle of rivendell yes uh, i got it right in the middle of murkwood uh god uh so they're just they have their own borders their own boundaries inside the forest very isolationist Uh, yeah extremely isolationist gotcha okay yeah so bilbo is uh he 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 managed to escape capture and now he's just wonder wonder around this this little fort with his ring on nobody can see him um it's like exactly it's basically i'm like thinking of it it's like exactly what happened with the goblins it's like they get captured he disappears mm-hmm. he's sneaking around he's not a great <laughs> lad to be around during t- crime times right <laughs> crime times with bilbo although you know one thing i i appreciate um one positive thing i'll say about the about the uh, prologue and i think i forget who said it, it might it may have been sam who said it well that the 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 ending line to that saying, oh, we need a thief. And then you cut to Bilbo. And yeah, like this first half especially plays into that, you know, his mischievous role as the thief sneaking around doing thiefish things. So I like that little arc that he has in this movie in particular, this half anyway. So I, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he, oh, okay. So we have to talk about this because it's playing on, on my TV as, as I'm saying this. Um, th- uh, good old... Oh fucking kill me, <laughs> Toriel and mm-hmm. the uh, the dwarf whose name escapes me. Uh, they have this little chit chat while he's behind bars. Keely, yeah. <laughs> Keely, okay. Just call him the hot dwarf. It's fine. The hot dwarf is he? Is he the hottest dwarf? Well, I mean, that depends the, on who you ask. Exactly. Right. People are no no shaming if you're into bomber. You know, everyone's got their own. Let's <laughs> <laughs> about this moment, okay? Guys, uh, Harrison, mm-hmm. first you go. I mean, it's a nice moment. Oh, th- that's all you're gonna give it? Nice. Yeah, like it's cute. It's fine. Like, uh, I like the fact that they kind of do the same pan away shot, pan away and up the cavern shot like three times, and the third time, Legolas is just standing there looking <laughs> like Batman. He's creeping, <laughs> creeping on him like Batman. Yeah, I like the scene. I, I like. Uh, I don't. Uh, I'm not like. I like the romance here. I don't think it's uh, it's not like my favorite part of the movies, but I it it it, it hits me, and it's, I think a lot of it has to do with these actors being good, but also just Howard Shore going for it with this 
uh, theme here. Like it just hashtag forbidden love. Yeah, <laughs> and it you know it's it's romantic. It's it's sweet. It's, it's like taboo. Yeah, and you know Evangeline Lilly is Evangeline Lilly. So her 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 speech here about the uh, you know all light is sacred, but starlight is you know she says you know starlight is memory, and that's you know it it, it gets me in the feels. I don't know. I can't help it. Uh, Allie, your thoughts on this? I mean, isn't it obvious? My thoughts on anything here, and it's going to be positive. Escalation <laughs> like, is probably my favorite of the three, and I love all three. So I'm just waiting to get to the barrels, you guys, to be honest. Yeah. We're going to get there here in a second. Uh, <clears throat> Rocky, any thoughts before we get to the barrels? It's cute. I like it. Like again, it sells the whole elf dwarf um, relationship, you know, that matters with not only Legolas and Gimli but those two. I think it's cute. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Barrels. Um, Woo! Here's. I want to start by saying, when I first saw, I, I, this is when my memory of things came back. As soon as like eventually Lily came on screen, I go, oh, I remember this movie now. And then, <laughs> and then I remember clear as day. When I first saw this movie, not liking this barrel sequence, I thought Thank it was. Thank you. Thought it was. Oh, let me finish, Harrison. I thought it was like just unnecessary, shot poorly. They had GoPros in there. I don't know. I don't know why. Okay, that was like what? However many years ago. Cut to this morning. Me watching this movie. I'm like, God damn it! This is great. This is amazing mm-hmm. action. I love this. This. This whole choreography. The set piece. Oh, it's so good. I was no, like, it's oh, not. oh my god. I want. I. I'm gonna skip ahead uh, to this Blu-ray and just you know go to that scene just to play it again. Oh, I. I don't know. I. I mean, maybe it's, I don't. I, I. don't know what I was feeling back then when I first saw this. I just wasn't into it. But when I seeing it now, yeah, I dug it. I dug it. I dug it. I dug it. Let's go to something positive. Somebody positive on this. Rocky, you Me. first. Okay, Ali, you go first. It was just fucking fun, Harrison. <laughs> it was so much fun, and like the choreography is amazing. I like that they shot it with GoPros. I felt like I was in the shit. Like it was amazing. I love that. And it was like the first. This is gonna sound a little crazy, but I saw this movie when I was like still very very early in my college career, and it was the first like actiony sequence I ever saw that made me feel like that. And then I started watching action movies. <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you, Desolation of Smaug, for that. Yeah, because I mean, even nowadays you don't see, and this is this is my take on it. You don't see action sequences like this with this much energy and creativity. Yeah, exactly. You know? um, uh, Rocky, your thoughts on this? I absolutely love it. It's Peter Jackson going off. It's one of those things where like he had an action sequence and just really flexed all his funny ass muscles with it. The the one things I, I take away from it or the couple things I take away from it are like as many times as I've seen this sequence, the the one thing I always love is how the dwarves fight. And it's back to the goblin escape, uh, you know, when they're escaping that place. They're using the log to knock people off the bridge. They know how to improvise on the fly like crazy. It's the way they throw their weapons to one another. It's the way they attack certain things to make it weak structurally for another dwarf to hit later. Like, they're so good at fighting as a team. And watching that sequence, for as hectic and crazy as it is... It's a blast watching that happen. The choreography on that is fantastic. And I'm also a huge fan of the obvious sequence of um, 
where he drops the music out and the barrel just starts rolling through all these orcs, bam, 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 and we just keep following <laughs> yeah. it. It bops over the river. We just keep following it. And then he comes out with little armor and shit. And it's, <laughs> it's just fun. He's like, he just spins around like crazy. And then again, runs back to the river, throws his homeboys the axes so he can just jump in his barrel like perfectly. And I'm like, this is so dope. Like, this is so fucking fun. And um, that's, Every time I watch it, I'm just like, dude, this is Peter Jackson going off and just having a blast. Legolas is dancing on people's heads. He's shooting multiple arrows through, you know, people's heads. It's the shit. So fun. So fun. I love stuff like this. Big fan. And you can follow every second of it, too. Like, that's what's great about, like Marcelo mentioned about how, you know, big theater action movies, for the most part, the action scenes are, you know, what's going to happen. They might be cool. They might be fun. But they're like, it's always, you know, chaotic to the point of. You can't see half of what's going on, but here you're always clear of what's happening, who's doing what. Elves, you know, swinging around. I love the. There's just one shot that just I hadn't rewinded and watched it like four times of just the elves like uh, running along the vines and flipping over each other, and you know Legolas jumping on heads and shooting arrows like it's nothing, and Tariel being badass. I love every second of it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, before we bring it down with Harrison, uh, another thing, <laughs> another thing that came to mind. Something else that came to mind is uh, when I was when I was watching this. Um, yeah, um, like Sam was saying, like you could see the action clearly. Yeah, there are several wide shots reminding me of the Avengers of Tintin, and yep. I wonder just how much, like. Peter Jackson influenced that because he was what the producer writer or so I, I, I can't remember it's Spielberg make directed. your 10 movie if you're listening to this Peter Jackson yeah Peter Jackson please make it um, but yeah similar in that field just like he had the he had the ability to do whatever he wanted in, in an action sequence and he just went for it so yeah okay all the positivity there it is now Harrison bring us down okay so uh, I think the I think the sequence is actually pretty all right up until the point that they get the gate back open. Um, the fact that them being stuck at that gatehouse and doing all the fighting around that, I think that works really well because it is people on a set throwing weapons to each other in a practical sense. Uh, that all feels connected and cohesive and tied together really neatly as a whole. And I believe everything happening in there is happening in the same place. As soon as that gate opens, it is a disaster. Um, yes, you can parse what's happening. Yes, it's crazy. Yes, it's chaotic. But the fact that everyone's doing such crazy shit and jumping around uh, on people's heads and the barrel thing, they all feel completely separate. The fact that we're jumping between like real people in barrels to computer generate to like computer cut and pasting legless on top of their heads uh it doesn't the different parts in their own right are kind of cool but then trying to make me believe that it's all happening at the same time i i lose all sense of uh realism and verisimilitude like i don't believe any of this is happening near each other and the fact that like they pull them when they pull the music out and you just have to watch this fucking cg barrel bouncing down the coast it just it feels so disconnected from the rest of everything else going on i just don't believe all of the disparate parts are in this on the same river and like the fact that the GoPro footage is tossed in there also heightens that feeling because the jump in quality between 
the actual cameras and the GoPro footage, there's such a disconnect there in the fidelity and the sharpness of the footage. That GoPro footage looks pretty much untouched. It feels raw. And I like I know you guys were saying that makes like it kind of helps you feel in it. It it re it re it draws my attention back to the fact that this is all artifice. That jump and that transition in between the post processed footage uh, of all the wide shots of them going down the river in the barrels to the GoPro footage, I feel that it's extremely jarring to me, and it, I just can't get in it long enough to let the ride take me. It is the difference between sitting on a roller coaster, an amusement park ride, or watching fo- uh, GoPro footage of a roller coaster on YouTube. Just because it's supposed to be thrilling in the moment doesn't mean I'm actually brought into it. That's fair. It's I fair. I only agree with the GoPro thing. Yeah, I was <laughs> going to say the same thing. That- I it, it, It's the only moment where I feel it does not belong. Um, and I have to disagree with you and everything else, Harrison, because I, I feel it does... And uh, maybe I felt this more back when I first saw it. Maybe that's why I didn't like it so much. Because it just felt like a mishmash of just the real and the CG. And mm-hmm. I just didn't feel it was, it was, it was you know, connecting properly. But this time I'm like, I don't know. It's, it's not perfect, obviously. But I just bought into it more. Maybe it's because I just, I just, I just like, I'm in this world. I'll accept it for what it is. And I... I just want to have good. I, I just want to have a good time. We're we're, okay. we're living in a CGI mixed world here, so okay. I, but I, I'm I'm on board. I mean that's fair, but also like taking it for what it is. The for like that original trilogy of movies like Fellowship, Two Towers, and Return of the King, especially Two Towers, spend so long making you believe that this is an actual, real, grounded, believable world, and for the elves to just come in here and do like crazy, wild superhero shit and be visibly CG breaks the rules of the world that they have established to this point. Like, honestly, where Legolas gets by the end of this trilogy, fuck giving it to, fuck See, getting on the Eagles. Why didn't we just give it to Legolas and let him one-man army this nonsense? Because, it, like, the shit he pulls in Battle of Five Armies, you feel like, okay, if the, if this is where he ends the prequel trilogy, what the fuck are we doing? I, th- I think that's the problem, like, yeah, yeah, you do have a problem with Legolas being whatever he is, like <laughs> just a, a CGI monster killing people. Yeah, it's anime ass spectacle creep, and I will not stand for it. <laughs> and I'm fine with it. I, I, yeah, and I, I get that though. I, I don't know. I, it's because I had no problem with it in the original trilogy when he had those moments, you know, of like uh, them reversing the footage of him jumping on that. What was it? I can't, the horse and and like him riding corpses, whatever. And this this is what that evolution led us to this and i'm fine with that evolution of these you know cgi elves doing that crazy shit so yeah i mean i would say if you if you watch the hobbit movies first why are you doing that you're weirdo like don't i mean like don't ever do that if you're listening to this like again why are you listening to this if you've never watched them but if you've never watched them do not watch these first like for the love of god i love these movies but they honestly would make like like to Harrison's point, like then the stuff that Legolas does in you know, is basically it's quaint. It's like, you know, yeah. the Oliphant is quaint compared to what he does in uh, Five Armies. So like I Motherfucker get that. warps time <laughs> like he's the prince of goddamn Persia. <laughs> 
Do you know what's oh. insane? The, uh, a comparison I just thought of? This this reminds me of um, Star Wars and how... Uh, look at all those lightsaber battles in the original trilogy and how, you know, low-key they are. Versus the, the prequel trilogy and fucking Revenge of the Sith where they're just spinning around like fucking maniacs. Um, and I still buy that too. I mean, I don't know. Just, uh, I, I, I got a problem with that too. Like, you have a problem with that? Okay. Well, yes. let's, let's not get into that. <laughs> we, we, let's get back into this movie. Okay. Fucking spectacular anime ass nonsense. Who cares? Um, Goddamn Naruto ass bullshit. <laughs> uh, I think we've covered the burrow sequence. Uh, a majority of us love it, <laughs> one person does not. Uh, where does it take us? Uh, takes so us they, back to uh, take yes. us to Gandalf. Yeah, back to the necromancer uh, subplot, which I know Harrison loves. And mm-hmm. it's not my favorite. Yeah, I mean, I mean uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm just trying to focus. No, that's, no, that's fair. <laughs> I, I have issues with this scene of him in the uh, the high fells, but that's just uh, from a, it's from a script writing perspective, not anything that actually happens. What is your problem with it uh, like, specifically? Just, He's talking to another fucking wizard. Just say it's the Witch King. Don't be like, he was a servant of evil. He's one of the nine. Woo! <laughs> Just call him the Witch King. It's like, called mood you? building. You can do that by just using the name. <laughs> just call him what you know he is. <laughs> it's so dumb. I, I, I appreciate him being specific, so I, I like it. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, what uh, what else happens in this? Just we we see that the uh, the men are gone. They're they're out of their tombs. So that's the, right. The ring yeah. ra- the, the Nazgul are are risen. Uh, so uh, scary the dead shit. Speak, if you I love, I love how it's filmed. Uh, I'm a, I'm a fan of the dungeon crawling here. It feels like Dark Souls or something. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. I just really like him like on skinny precipices and yeah. You know, I, I like all that shit. So the the mood is is fun. I'm cool with it. Sorry to cut you off. I just wanted to blurt that in there real quick. No, yeah, I agree. Uh, I, I dig the mood, too. Um, are we close to Lake... Uh, well, not Lake Town yet. Are we close to another character actor who I love dearly showing up and I completely forgot was in this movie? Luke uh, Evans, Luke, are you Luke talking Evans. about? Yeah, yeah I Luke love Evans. Luke Evans in this, even though his hair is a little weird. I no, love it's him. not. It's perfect. <laughs> I want to see his <laughs> He's amazing. We stand. I think it's just this first scene. I think honestly it works better. I think like once I get to Lake Town, I am fully into it. But like something about this scene, I was like, Ugh. you're right, actually. Yeah, it's a little odd. And this, I think, but then once you're in Lake Town, you're like, oh no, this is a different, you know, part of the Middle Earth that we've never really seen before. And so then it like then it works. Like oh yeah, these are kind of Nordic weirdos. Like it's I like it. <laughs> Nordic weirdos. <laughs> um, I, I yeah, I I dig. Uh, what's his character name? Hold on. It is. Bard. No, let me get it. Bard the Bowman. That's what it says on Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Bard the Bowman. Uh, um. Bowman. Correct, God bless Luke Evans. That's all I got to say. Yeah. God bless that dude. Correct me if I'm wrong. He's one of the best. Yeah. No, he's amazing. But um, when this scene was playing out, me watching it this time, I I thought to myself, wait a second, weren't they? Uh, didn't they ask Viggo Mortensen to come back into the trilogy? And I wonder, like, what role he was supposed to have in this Hobbit trilogy. I would have trilogy. hated that so much. I think he would have too. Vigo is very clear that he, like, he would not. Yeah, never. He would never. Yeah, because like, uh, okay, 
I'm going to ask stupid questions because that's what I do. I ask stupid questions. But it is, is uh, good old uh, Bard, he, he's a character in the book, right? Yes. Yeah. Very okay. important character. Very important character, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it just feels to me if, you know, you didn't have Bard, you'd put in, like, you know, Viggo Mortensen's character. I don't know. It just, that. Hey, I guess my point is made me think of Viggo Mortensen in a good way, his character. And, yeah, I'm glad he didn't show up in this. Like, in what possible way... No, it would have made go, no fucking sense. Yeah, it would have made no sense. Right? <laughs> yeah. Bro, I would have been so pissed. <laughs> yeah. That that would have been pandering. That would have been, yeah. like, next level yeah, yeah, pandering. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, so they get on the boat. It's good old Bard. Um, any thoughts on this boat sequence as we head to Lake Town? It's a good boat. It's a good boat. It's one, it's, it's one of the best... Yeah, it's one of the best boat sequences ever filmed because it's got Luke Evans in it. <laughs> as far as barges go... It's a good barge. Uh. <laughs> now, what's a better what's a better boat? This boat or the Jaws boat? <laughs> well, that's just not this fair. one because it doesn't sink. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Now we, we have to rank boats on this podcast. Now, uh, Titanic. Where is that? Oh wait, no, let's not talk. Again, it sinks. Yeah, it sinks. That boat's okay. Sank. Fucking shit to your boat. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> Fuck that boat. <laughs> um, I, I dig this. It's it's them. Just slow, like that. That uh, those shots going through the mist on on the water, I dig it. And them all looking up at, um, they all stop because like they're about to pay Bard, and they all stop for a moment. They look up and they see what is it? This what is it that they see? They they see Lake Town coming up. They or see what? the Lonely Mountain. The Lonely Mountain. That's right. They just see that. These shots I love. You know, getting to Lake Town. And it's and it's around this time when um, we hit pause, right? Because Lake Town, I, I've only watched until them getting to Lake Town, but nothing really else. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything we want to cover before we, you know, hit Lake Town? So yeah, uh, they're questioning this orc that uh, Tario and Lego has captured, and uh, he's talking about basically, you know, the war is coming. There's a, you know, fire coming. That you're not going to be able to stop. Blah blah blah. The flames uh, of war. The yeah, flights of industry. <laughs> is there a theme to these? Is there a theme to these stories? Weird. Nah, I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no themes here. Just a story about some boys. <laughs> just guys being dudes. <laughs> yeah, we should have found out that Achilles dying. Uh, he got he got morgled like uh, a la Frodo. So. so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you know what the biggest mistake I've done? Uh, with this podcast so far is is not counting yeah, the, Riverdale <laughs> Riverdale that's one number two would be not counting putting the, me on it okay that's that's two okay number three would be the number of decapitations in this series because um, so many <laughs> what, what is this one now like 500 uh, I'm gonna Probably. say this is the 500th decapitation in the Lord of the Rings yeah. well yeah because they even showed uh, they re-show uh, Thorin's grandpa getting decapitated in this one, so yeah, lots of decapitations. Um, <laughs> but they're orcs, so it's fine. They're it's orcs, orcs, so they can just get away with it. I'm also looking forward to seeing that extended cut of uh, Five Armies, uh, where it's R-rated. The one, yeah. Scene, yeah, there's one R-rated scene. Yeah, yeah. I can't oh wait. shit! Does Bilbo say the fuck word? <laughs> Bilbo fucks, as we know. <laughs> yeah. 
He jumps in the air and he says, catch this fucking sting. And he like hits somebody. I eat all of this. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like people doing uh, crazy anime-ass fight sequences. Okay. It's stupid. <laughs> huh? um, so we're at Lake Town. I, 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 do, I, I do dig them hiding in barrels of fish. Um, did, it, did it not seem that Peter Jackson was just dumping real fish on the yep, actors? Yep. They yeah. were just dumping re- and they had to do it multiple times. That's uh, <laughs> that's some like Sam Raimi type ass shit. Just you beat me to it. Yeah. You beat me to that Sam Raimi torture right there, baby. <laughs> like, fuck my fuck my actors. Like eat this. Uh, you know, you know, Peter. Awful. We could use uh, fake fish and just use sound design and shit to like make nah. it seem like nah, no. fuck it, real no, fish. No, they don't no, have the weight. <laughs> they're in they're in th- they're in forty pounds of. Uh, costumes and makeup but fuck it we're just gonna make them wet and stinky <laughs> uh i love it i love it um and yeah then on the next episode we'll talk about lake town we'll we'll dedicate that uh whole episode to lake town and the rest of the desolation of smile dragon we get to the dragon yeah. and hey and i i forgot that in this first half we don't well we heard cumberbatch right earlier but we yeah. don't see smog at all in this nope. first half yeah, so no. much happens in the second half. It's crazy, and I love it. Yeah. So yeah, this is a, a, a shorter episode than we've recorded before, but only because we're, we're bound to have a longer episode next time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. Any any final any last thoughts on this first half of the movie? Let's go to Harrison first. Harrison. Barrels are dumb. Good night. Barrels are dumb. <laughs> okay, Rocky, your thoughts. Uh, it's fine. Um, I, I much prefer the latter half of this film, but um, there's enough to keep me going. There's enough to, you know, make me still like the world. Uh, I really like the Mark Wood stuff, man, where it just feels like they're on the craziest hallucinogens and they can't snap out of this thing. Like, I, they shot that so well. Um, and I'm glad you brought it up, Sam, the way he comes out through the trees to kind of get this not only breath of fresh air, but just to get a, a, a sense of their bearings and us audience members like a sense of bearing like big fan. Uh, I love the barrel riding sequence. I won't go off anymore. I just I do love it. It's fun. And then, um, yeah, the second half of this film rips more, but I'm cool with the first half. So positive review over here. I'm, I, I like Smaug, the second film. I do. Yeah. Uh, I your thoughts. I agree with everything Rocky said. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't have anything else to add just because, I mean, I I also like the second half better and I cannot fucking wait to talk about it. But um, the first scene, or the first half anyway, is very, like, fun. You get to know the doors a little bit better than you ever did in the first movie. And that's kind of what I like the most because, like I said, like, the reason I love these movies so much is because I just like spending time with them. And then I feel like the first half, we didn't really touch about, like, how much more emotionally invested you start to get so that when bad things are happening to the dwarves, you really, 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 really start to feel for them. But I think that mainly happens in the second half. So we'll talk more about that mm. in the next episode. Mm. Yeah. I just want to briefly mention, I don't think I remember a lot of the second half, but I think I remember something bad happening to these people, <laughs> uh, dwarves, elves. Well, I, I guess I also mean just like the fact that they fucking have nowhere. Like, all of this is just so they have somewhere to be. And that's like so sad to me. And, you know, <laughs> no, you just right. get invested in their journey. Uh, I love them. Uh, Sam, your thoughts? Uh, so yeah, I concur with uh, the last two people. Uh, but <laughs> I will, I'll take my time. <laughs> I will take my time to uh, mention a scene that I didn't uh, of when 
back in Mirkwood when uh, Bilbo loses the ring. I think it's just uh, Martin Freeman is an amazing, subtle job here of like he freaks out when he loses the ring. He murders this little wood tick to hell, and then he has this little moment of his face like realizing what the ring made him do and like what it's bringing out in him and uh fucking freeman is the mvp like he just crushes it and it's it's like only like two seconds of a reaction but it speaks volumes uh i just wanted to because i missed that opportunity earlier but yeah uh i'm excited for uh dragon shit yeah <laughs> Dragon shit. That's another podcast title we should have went with. Dragon shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, yeah, like I said before, the first 30 minutes of this movie, I don't know. Okay, uh, take it or leave it. But when Evangeline Lily hits and when the barrels hit, man, I'm on board. And I right. can't wait. I can't wait to revisit this movie, the second half of the movie. And yeah, just see where I fall. Because we, we all know how... Uh, an expected journey went for me. I liked it a lot more this viewing for this podcast, and I hope the same happens with Smog. But we'll see. And we'll see. it will. We'll see. To be continued. Uh, next episode: The Destination of Smog, Part Two, uh, from Lake Town through the end. So that's about an hour and twenty minutes through the end. From of the Lake movie. Town to Ed Sheeran. <sighs> Jesus. Hell what? yeah. No. Hell yes. We will litigate Ed Sheeran next week. So, <laughs> stay tuned. Stay tuned. So- <laughs> stay tuned for that argument the next episode. And as we always say at the end of these shows, um, why don't you, why don't you, why don't you go helms deep in them guts? Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. You can follow me at sick underscore underscore six six or more salacious content over at the blur bitch underscore underscore. And you can listen to my podcast sequels S E E Q U E L S through talk film society or anywhere you hear your podcasts. You can follow me on Twitter at Sam shot first. And I'm the host of talk film Society's Keanu Reeves retrospective podcast. Keanu believe it, which is also on Twitter at Keanu believe it. You can follow me on Twitter at play underscore champion. And I also host a Disney podcast called Dream a Little Deeper. Follow me on Twitter, Rocky Warrants, R-O-C-K-I-E-W-A-R-A-N-T-Z. And because of this uh, gross pandemic, I've been doing a whole bunch of gaming. So I'm also on Twitch. So Rock Agus on Twitch if you want to watch me game and come hang out. And you can follow me on Twitter at Marcelo J. Pico. And you can follow Talk Film Society at Talk Film SOC. Go to our website, talkfilmsociety.com. Listen to our other podcasts, read our articles. And if you want to hear bonus episodes of this show and others, go to patreon.com slash talkfilmsociety. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for the next episode where we cover part two of The Hobbit, The Desolation of Smog.